This Mortal Coil, an audio murder mystery by James Began, brought to you by ILOS Productions. Part 3 Poisoned? Apparently so, though you didn't hear it from me. But he was stabbed, wasn't he? I saw the body when they took it away earlier. There was a sword in him. Alyssa's sword, apparently. It didn't belong to me. It's not like it was some long-lost family heirloom. It was just a prop. Although that would be cool. Note to self, acquire a cool-looking sword to pass down to future descendants. You were running lines backstage. And the props table is right there. I don't think it was there during the break. Then again, I wasn't really keeping an eye out for potential Cluedo weapons. Yeah, we were running lines. You were meant to be too. I was at the stage door having a fag. For 45 minutes. I have excellent lung capacity. Not if you keep on smoking. What about you? You were together the whole time? You did leave for a bit, Lewis. And then I got to lie down on that lovely chaise. Oh, I wish I could do that now. Uh, I went up to the wardrobe. What were you doing there? I wasn't stabbing anyone. Poisoning. Poison stabbing or stab poisoning. Whatever. I was just... I was testing out some new things for the play. Alone? Behind Paul's back? Was that an option? I didn't realise that was an option. Not like that. He just... I didn't think everything he said was right. That's all. He just wasn't getting it. It was his play. What's that got to do with it? Anyway, you dodged my question. He did, but you didn't need to point it out to him, Lewis. We would have got to it eventually. Ask Holly. I was with her the whole time. Hmm. I'll do that, Alfie. Just let me get my phone out under the table and message that to Bailey. Like a super sleuth. Okay, hear me out. Brand new theory. Oh, joy. Paul wasn't. The intended target. That rapier looked fairly intended. But if only there was someone who looked identical to him, who one would usually find upstairs near the tech box. (gasps) Oh, wait. Why would anyone kill Gabriel? Why would anyone kill Paul? He's very annoying. And Gabriel isn't? By that standard, you should be next on the list. Mm -hmm. What was that? Was Lewis saying anything important? Nah, probably not. Message skillfully sent. Looky here. What? Oh, is that Quentin, the pretty critic? Oh, the very same. He is very pretty. So is his date. Damn, lucky woman. (laughs) Stick on one of your wigs from the show, Lewis, and you might have a chance. I hear he's got a lovely home, the two of you. Sod off. Message received. Super sleuth success. I wonder how Bailey's getting on with the other three. Uh, sorry about that. The electrician's coming tomorrow. Got to check my messages for the electrician. About the electricity. Uh, Sorry, Gabriel. Are you feeling any better? Yeah. Sorry. It's fine. I didn't really like those shoes. Don't think there's anything else left to come out. Better out than in, particularly with those chips. 
Now, this is clearly difficult for you, Gabriel, but before it happened, the murder, I mean, not the vomit, did you see- I didn't see a thing. How surprising. I'd left to get some chips- Oh, before the dress run started. I only just got back moments before Holly came up. But you didn't see your brother lying there in the rafters when you got back. Like you say, he was lying down. I wasn't on the lookout for dead bodies, was I? I had to see if Paul had tampered with my cues. He was prone to tinkering with them behind your back? Oh, Paul couldn't help but tinker. Our old cat- No, Gabriel, please. Don't. Hmm. And you didn't hear anything, either? No. Well, actually, I- Yes? Well, when I went down to get the- the chips, I did hear- Some footsteps on the staircase. Surely you would have passed someone on the stairs. Two staircases, remember? One on either side of the box office, both leading up to the rafters. Ah, of course. Silly me. Anyway, I thought it was Paul, so I deliberately went down the other one. Didn't want to face him. Wasn't in the mood. I suppose you could have just looked in a mirror instead. What? I mean, were the footsteps heading up or down? I couldn't tell. My mind was on... Food. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, you done yet? It's late. He needs to get home. And so do I, as a matter of fact. A few more questions. When was the last time you checked the props, Neve? Hours before. I was focused on other things. And the rapier was there last time you looked? Haven't a clue. Actors like to move things. It could have been on stage, or one of them could have left it in the seats, or in the toilets. They're children. You can't trust them with anything. Were you backstage the whole time? I... No. Where were you? Downstairs in prop storage. Didn't you already have all your props? Yes, I was... resting. (gasps) Neve! I see. So the rapier could have gone missing at any time. You were... On the job. Uh, You're meant to have a separate props manager for this sort of thing, Holly. Oh, you know we can't afford that. Oh yeah, there's always budget issues, aren't there? So it's always just me doing everything. I can't be everywhere at once. I needed the extra rest. Uh, You could have asked me for help. I would have looked after it. I didn't know I was going to need to keep an eye on the murder rapier. Holly, as you mentioned it, did you see the No. I didn't see the rapier lying around, not until I saw it sticking out of Paul's chest. Like I already told you, I checked the box office figures and then went to get my dinner. Yes, I know, and you went looking for him when he didn't show at the call time, but what I'd really like to- Not at the call time, 20 minutes or so after the call time. They're pretty much the same thing. No, they're not. This is why we never get anything done! But, in addition to all that, I just wanted to ask you, how was your smoke? Sorry? Alfie mentioned you two had a smoke together during the break. Oh, well, yes. It was... smoky? It was smoky? Yep. Something's obviously going on there. Now that I think about it, Lewis implied there was maybe some canoodling going on. What a great word, canoodling. Cast and crew canoodles during rehearsals aren't exactly unheard of. They're practically obligatory. There's probably an equity clause about it somewhere. All professional shows must have X amount of unhelpful canoodling to disrupt proceedings. 
You know, it's quite a coincidence us meeting again like this. Is it? Well, when you take into account how he was killed. The rapier? Poison? Think theater. Think big. Famous shows we were both in. A view from the bridge. What? No. Hamlet. Oh. Thought you'd get there before me. Hamlet's death, right? Right. Now all we need to do is look for Laertes, and it's case solved. Well, technically Claudius did the poisoning, though, didn't he? He had a poisoned cup as well as a rapier because... reasons. That I can't quite remember. Probably symbolic. Or the results of lots of foreshadowing. Bloody Shakespeare. Well, our rapier was covered in poison, but not enough to kill someone. So Paul was given the poison another way. The cup? Or similar? He ingested it. I'd guess. Maybe we are looking for Claudius instead. So why bother coating the rapier too? I'm not sure. Yet. Found anything? No. Not a cigarette butt to be seen. This is where people usually smoked. Supposedly. I never quite understood the point. You can see the chip shop from here. Well, I'm sure their food is poisonous, but probably not deliberately. No, but it would be one way to ingest something. And if Alfie and Holly weren't smoking here, then they wouldn't have seen anyone heading to the chip shop. Like Paul's tech manager twin, for one. Gabriel? You sound doubtful. Well, I always thought he and Paul might kill each other, but... He's not the type? No, I just thought he'd make a light fixture fall on Paul's head during the tech run, to be honest. Oh, that's a murder mystery play right there. Better write that down. And also, why would he do it now? It's not like he's lacked opportunities before. Hmm. I think we need to find out where Alfie and Holly really were. Alfie's picking his stuff up backstage. We can corner him. Dramatically. Or we could just talk to him. Or the boring option. Okay, we weren't smoking. We were off... Please say canoodling, please say canoodling. ...on a romantic rendezvous. Ugh, disappointing. At the stage door. No. Holly didn't want to be... I, I mean, we were further down the street. There's a little alley next to the newsagents. How canoodle-worthy. What? Oops, you said that one out loud. Romantic. I meant romantic. I see. You kept this a secret? Well, I didn't really mind, but... Holly didn't want people talking, afraid it would undermine her authority. And did you see anything from this alleyway? Not really. I was focused on other things. It was really helping me get into character. Ugh, slimy git. Your character does these sorts of things? Tristan! Yeah. It's a hoot playing him, let me tell you. An awful human being. Tristan, I mean. Of course. Alyssa, what are you even doing here? you temping with the police now? I'm just a curious sort of person. Well, better get time off tomorrow. You know we're back in rehearsals, right? Reschedule dress before the new opening night? Yes, I do check my emails. Well, I didn't get one. You're not in the show. Oh, yes. Well noticed. That was a test. Uh, so, 
Holly's in charge now. Yes, and she should have been from the start. She's the more talented director. We all know that, but Paul wrote the damn thing and put his foot down with Beth when the issue came up, so Holly had to settle for the assistant directing Silver Medal. Intriguing. Oi! No, wait. Intriguing is so yesterday. Canoodling is my word now. One last thing. Did you come back to the theatre together? I hung around and left a quarter hour or so later to avoid suspicion. Don't think it worked. Lewis commented on it the moment you walked in. Well, Lewis should learn to shut his scrawny little face. Are we done? We are. Good. See you tomorrow, Alyssa. Don't forget your lines this time. Thoughts? Many. Mostly that if we don't get some sort of breakthrough soon... It's relegation and wet Tuesday nights in Stoke for you. And a distinct lack of jammy dodgers for you. If we fail, can I get a consolation prize of a malted milk or something like that? No. Now look at this prop table. Does anything seem odd to you? Didn't you check it already? Briefly. My sergeant did the main check. But we weren't really looking for anything. After all, we knew where the rapier was. Paul knew all too well. So, what is this play you're doing called? One Last Kiss. Oh, awful title. Give me the quick pitch. Newspaper columnist has massive commitment issues, lots of illicit affairs behind spouse's back, and a generous dose of angst. Served with a side salad of physical theatre and an unhealthy absurdist slant. How artistic. Revolutionary. Alyssa, uh, sorry to disturb, but do you have any comps held back for tomorrow? Nope. I have zero people interested in coming. Damn, I need to find someone with more friends. Hey! I need more tickets to release. We're basically sold out. Really? You'd think people would be less inclined to visit the murder theatre, not more. It's fantastic. The headlines alone have generated more traction than any marketing campaign I could launch. We've got the national press coming now, too. It's not just Quentin and his hubby anymore. A murder can do wonders for publicity. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean... It's just... Well, every cloud, right? Uh, wasn't Alfie with you? He just left. I'll go catch him. What are those? Where? In the box under the table. Oh, those are the tree branches for the forest. The forest. Act 1, Scene 5. The journey through the forest of the protagonist's turmoil. <laughs> Bloody hell. Is there something up with them? The, the branches? Dunno. Neve didn't make them. They're real, as far as I know. Yes. But they look like they're missing something. Some of the branches. They've been snapped off. They could have fallen off during rehearsal, so what? Those are from a yew tree, right? With the berries? I don't know. I'm not Wikipedia. Ever heard of Hebanon? No. Wait, yes. Apparently. There's something I didn't realise was in my brain. We're back to Hamlet again, aren't we? It's used to kill Hamlet's dad, I believe. Why is that info even in here? That space could have been filled by something far more fun or useful. Hebanon also doesn't exist. Shakespeare probably made it up. But there are some people who say he meant a specific plant. There are a lot of candidates, but... Let me guess. One of them is you. I mean, not you. The tree. The you tree. Not you. You're not poisonous. Or a tree. Yeah, thanks. I got that. What colour are those berries? Bright red, like the residue on the rapier. Indeed. I'll just poke my sergeant to check that out. 
I'd better have a word with that stage manager of yours. Yeah, you definitely should. Why? What have you spotted? Rapier's missing. We know. It's stuck in Paul. Not that one. That one? So there may have been a backup rapier. Oh, for goodness sake. Probably should have remembered that crucial detail earlier. That was part three of This Mortal Coil. Starring Sophie Harris as Alyssa, Thomas Muggleston as Bailey, John Spilsbury as Alfie, Daniel Origin as Lewis, Charlie Angelo as Gabriel, Tiana Milne-Wilson as Neve, Serena Doran as Holly, and Grace Gilbert as Beth. Opening and closing credits read by Victoria Fairley. Written, directed, and edited by James Began. Music by Jessica Kelly. And publicity design by Eleanor Dombre. This project was recorded in 2020 from different locations during the coronavirus lockdown.